And in the meantime, have a good one. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. China's top anti-graft watchdog says a former chairman of defence giant Norinco is under investigation. The former Crown Prince of Jordan says the armed forces have put him under house arrest. And Australia's AstraZeneca vaccine rollout will continue despite blood clot concerns. China's top anti-graft watchdogs as a former chairman and head of the Communist Party at state defence giant Norinco is under investigation for suspected undisclosed disciplinary violations. The term is often used by the authorities as a euphemism for corruption. Robert Kemp has more. The Central Commission for Discipline Inspection said Yin Jiaxu was suspected of serious violation of laws and regulations. Mr Yin joined Norinco in 2002 and chaired the company between 2013 and 2018. The major military industrial group provides weapons and technical support to the People's Liberation Army and is also engaged in the oil and gas sector. Under President Xi Jinping, China has been engaged in an aggressive anti-corruption campaign for several years. The former Crown Prince of Jordan says the armed forces have put him under house arrest amid reports of a possible coup attempt against the ruling monarch. In a video passed to the BBC, Prince Hamza denied being part of any conspiracy against his half-brother, King Abdullah, but launched a stinging attack on the country's leaders. I wanted to make this recording so that it is clear to the world that what you see and hear in terms of the official line is not a reflection of the realities on the ground. Unfortunately, this country has become stymied in corruption, in nepotism, and in misrule. And the result has been the destruction or the loss of hope. Several high-level figures have been detained for what the military chief calls security reasons. Those officially confirmed arrested include another royal and former envoy to Saudi Arabia, Sharif Hassan bin Zayed, and Bassem Awadala, a former advisor on the Saudi Kingdom. This analysis from the BBC's Lisa Set. Jordan is widely regarded as an island of stability in a volatile region. There have long been reports of some strains in the royal family, but a wave of arrests of prominent individuals and an extraordinary video released by King Abdullah's half-brother, Prince Hamza, are politically explosive. In another rare development, Jordan's top military official, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, also released a statement. Major General Yusuf Huneti denied Prince Hamza was under house arrest, but he said he had been told to stop movements and activities that are used to target the security and stability of Jordan. Regional powers, including Egypt and the Saudi royal court, have voiced support for King Abdullah. Jordan's economy is in poor shape and there has been rising public dissatisfaction. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Cheung, has dismissed criticism that Beijing's overhaul of Hong Kong's electoral system results in a regression in the city's democratic development, saying the changes have plugged loopholes that undermine the one-country-two-systems principle. Writing on his blog, Mr Cheung said Hong Kong's political system had been given a fresh start and the city would no longer get embroiled in endless political disputes. He said the increase in the number of LegCo seats to 90 would better represent the public. The president of the Pro-Beijing Association of Hong Kong Professionals, Eugene Chan, has called on people to uh, make the most of the opportunities offered by the mainland's development. Speaking of RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr Chan, who's also the former chairman of the station's board of advisors, said the SAR are best of both worlds, uh, the rule of law and the sport of Beijing. He called on uh, young people to keep an open mind and to work with the mainland's businesses and institutions. 
I know some would say that these recent developments amount to the second return of sovereignty. Rather, I see it as Hong Kong being welcomed back on track, with open arms under our motherland's loving embrace. We are blessed that we are at a stage where China is rising politically and economically in the global arena. This is perfect timing for us, where the mainland is in a position to nurture, guide, and protect us even more. Police say they have arrested two men in Sha Tin and seized 706 kilos of cocaine with a street value of over 900 million dollars. The force said it's the largest cocaine seizure since 2011. A 19-year-old man and a 25-year-old man have been charged with drug trafficking and will appear at the Sha Tin Magistracy tomorrow. Australia's AstraZeneca vaccine rollout will continue as planned, despite health experts saying there's a likely link between the vaccine and a Melbourne man who developed blood clots after receiving the jab. Radio Australia's Yvette Gray reports. Investigations are continuing into the case of a 44-year-old man who developed thrombosis after receiving the AstraZeneca vaccine on the 22nd of March. Yesterday, high-level discussions were held regarding the safety of the vaccine, and both the Therapeutic Goods Administration and the Australian Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation deemed that no change to Australia's vaccine rollout is needed. Australia's Deputy Chief Health Officer Professor Michael Kidd says while there is a likely link between the vaccine and the Melbourne case. There is currently no definitive evidence to prove the link. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five and a half minutes past one. Business and Victorian Treasurer Tim Pallas has called on the Australian government to tie credit card interest rates to the official cash rate. Mr. Pallas has written to Federal Treasurer Josh Friedenberg, asking the Commonwealth and the major banks to renew credit card interest rates. He says banks have benefited from excessive interest rates for too long, while consumers are struggling off the back of tough economic times. We know that banks can borrow at 0.1 of a percent through the current cash rate, but we've got interest rates on credit cards upwards of 20%. So this is unreasonable. It's unfair. It's unconscionable, and the banks really do need to amend their behaviour. Sports and football. Manchester City beat Leicester City 2-0 to move within four wins of another Premier League title. BBC's John Murray reports. Manchester City moved another step closer to regaining the title after a deserved win against third-place Leicester, in which they played well and could easily have been in front at half-time. But no matter, because the goals duly arrived in the second half. The first from the unlikely source of left-back Benjamin Mendy with his right foot too. A glorious pass from De Bruyne led to the second, scored by Gabriel Jesus on his 24th birthday. And Manchester City now need a maximum of 11 more points to be confirmed as Premier League champions. And the Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola. The game before international and the day after international are so dangerous. The people respond brilliant. 26 victories last 27 games, so it's wow. difficult moments for all of us, for all world, for the lockdowns, for the COVID, and without the spectators being this consistent, every single game is incredible, remarkable. Leicester City manager Brendan Rodgers said it was a deserved result. They were better than us. That's why they're the top of the, the table. They've been so consistent. They've got an incredible squad of players uh, with high-level technique and, and quality. And、uh, and obviously we we were just、uh, you know beaten by the better team. In the late game, Liverpool were comfortable winners over Arsenal. Diogo Jota scored twice, and Mo Salah got the other as the Reds won three nil at the Emirates. 
Struggling West Brom hammered Chelsea 5-2 at Stamford Bridge to inflict the Blues manager's Thomas Tuchel's first defeat of the club. Costa Pereira and Callum Robinson scored twice, with Senegal international Ndabe Diane adding the fifth. As the Baggies ended Thomas Tuchel's 14-match unbeaten start, Chelsea had opened the scoring thanks to Christian Pulisic, but Thiago Silva's sending off in the first half turned the game in West Brom's favour. Their boss, Sam Allardyce, says it was a big moment in their season. Well, I was delighted, not only winning, but the style of which we've won. It's been coming a long time, actually, but I've been talking about the lack of quality of our finishing and the lack of uh, putting the ball in the back of the net in open play. And what we saw today was the perfect example of what we've been missing on all five occasions, I'd say. The quality of the build-up, the quality of the finish, the quality of our football throughout, and, um, and it brought an absolutely fantastic result for us. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel says neither he nor his team adjusted well to playing with 10 men. There's absolutely no need to, to concede five goals if you're one man down with our quality. This is clear. But uh, we are all in on that. Me as well. For, for sure me for the responsibility and the changes and the adaptation. But I can just say we were absolutely not able today to, to adapt to the situation, to be one man down, which was a surprise. In the Yorkshire derby, Leeds United were 2-1 winners over Sheffield United. A Phil Jagielka own goal in the second half proved decisive as Leeds climb into the top half. Jack Harrison opened the scoring for the hosts and he says the team is determined to achieve a top 10 finish this year. We can be happy with how the season's gone so far. I think there'll be a lot of proud Leeds fans out there as well. But I think we're always going to be ambitious as a team and keep pushing for as many points as we can get. So we'll be doing that until the end of the season. It'd be great for us to finish in the top half of the table. So I keep saying it, we're ambitious as a team. We're going to be pushing as high as we can get. And uh, you're going to see that week in, week out. And to end the news, the top stories once again. China's top anti-graft watchdog says a former chairman of defence, giant Norinco, is under investigation. The former Crown Prince of Jordan says the armed forces have put him under house arrest. And Australia's AstraZeneca vaccine rollout will continue despite blood clot concerns. And that's all the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
the sons of former slaves will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Sunday, Hong Kong's finest. 